You are listening to the Business First Creatives Podcast. I'm your host, Coley James. In each episode, you will hear real-life stories, behind-the-scene takes, and practical insights for how to streamline and grow a creative business that brings you joy and a paycheck. Let's get started. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another solo episode on the Business First Creatives Podcast. So I have been doing a lot of client experience audits. I don't know if you followed through the Black Friday sale or if you are new to my audience, but during Black Friday on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, I released a brand new offer that I hadn't had in my business before. And one of those offers happened to be me hopping into your CRM and giving your entire client experience an audit. Now, this goes beyond the forms. It goes beyond, you know, your proposal. It is the entire experience from when someone inquires in your business um, until you deliver. And so I have been doing these. I have been recording behind the scenes videos while I was doing them um, as part of my report that I delivered. But I am hopping on this podcast episode today because I am seeing some themes and I'm going to be honest, I'm seeing some things that I didn't expect to see because I have completely free trainings and podcast episodes that address these things. And so I'm giving you a solo episode so that I can take the opportunity to tell you which episodes you should listen to in order to avoid these costly mistakes inside your own client experience. Okay, so let's get started with number one. I'm going to give you guys three errors that I am seeing across the board. And the first one is a lack of segmentation or starting a workflow when someone inquires with you. So guys, we all go inside our CRM, we create a contact form, and we embed that on our website or we link it on our social media. But what happens after someone fills out that form? There is one very specific thing that I shout from the rooftops that everyone should be doing when someone inquires in your business. And that is to send an automated lead response. It's kind of like an autoresponder, guys, but it's one that's not annoying. And I will say, if all you're doing is sending a generic auto automated lead response that says, thank you for inquiring. I have received it. I will get back to you personally within 24 hours. Um, stay tuned. If that's all you're doing, I will still give you a check mark. Okay. I will still say good job because there's nothing worse than inquiring in a business and not hearing back. Okay. So that's the first thing that I'm going to say, but. Those of you that have a tier one CRM, I'm talking HoneyBook, Dubsado, even 17 Hats, and even a few of some of the other ones, you are able to really specify what automated lead response email they get based on what they've already indicated that they are interested in. So for example, on the services outside of my business where I'm creating systems for business owners like you. If you chose that you were interested in learning more about my Dubsado VIP day, you get a very different email than if you indicated that you just had a, a question about the course. And the funny thing is you filling out that form is the same person, the same audience seeking the same type of service. You are looking to improve your systems 
in your business. And even though you are inquiring about the same thing, the email that you get is different. When you're inquiring about my Dubsado done for you services, I am telling you about the processes. I am linking you to case studies that I've done with my previous clients. But instead, if you're asking me a question about the course, I might tell you some things about the different things that are included in the course, what students' favorite feature is, and then give you some student testimonials. Now, if you can't imagine how different those emails would read, that's okay. I don't blame you. Let's think about the photography side of my business. If someone inquires with me about a Fresh 48, which is when I go into the hospital and I photograph their family within 48 hours of delivery with their brand new baby, that is a very different email than if you are asking me to fly across the country and photograph your family for a full day in the life. like. Those experiences are so different, and so my automated lead response needs to be different too. Now, all you have to do in order to send out a different automated lead response is, first of all, write as many versions of that email as you need, and then you need to put each one inside of an inquiry workflow and start that inquiry workflow directly from your lead capture. So I'm going to talk specifically to the Dubsado users right now. If you are not using a different workflow for each of your workflow answers on the lead capture, that's your mistake, okay? You need to make sure that you are starting a different workflow from the workflow question, but also you need to make sure that you're actually using a workflow question. Some people use a single select, like a multiple choice question on their lead capture form to ask someone what kind of service you're interested in. And that is not the appropriate field to use on your lead capture. It should be a workflow question. Okay. Now, if you are like, oh, I don't know what that is. Guys, I have a free training. It is called Love Your Leads. Okay. It is a training that covers from when someone inquires with you until you book them. And it helps you convert more of those leads into booked clients. So if you need help with that, I am going to link that free training inside of the show notes. And the good news, guys, is it's available as a video training or it's available as a private podcast audio training. You get to pick. Okay, let's move on to number two. Number two is that some of you guys are just using a single workflow per service. So if I inquired in your business about a brand photography session, you are correctly activating a workflow from your lead capture, but then you are using that same one workflow to go all the way from inquiry to delivery. Now, I could spend an entire podcast telling you about this. Oh, wait, I have. (laughs) So I am going to link the four workflows that every photographer or creative entrepreneur needs in their business in the show notes. This podcast episode goes very deep into the four recommended workflows that I suggest all of you have in your business. And I also tell you what goes inside them. And if you want it represented as like a PDF, I even have a freebie that I created specifically to go along with that episode. And if you would like to get your hands on that, please go to coleyjames.com slash workflows 
and that will give you access to the freebie that tells you exactly how to design the four workflows that I recommend that every business owner uses. Now, I do want to warn you, that was specifically written for Dubsado users. And if you are a HoneyBook user, I actually don't recommend that you do four different workflows because you can only have one that's active at a time. But I still recommend that you build the workflow phases as I have described inside of that episode, as well as the freebie. So again, I actually don't care what kind of CRM you have. I would highly recommend that everyone go to coleyjames.com slash workflows so that you can start to deliver workflows in phases to make your life and your client's life easier. All right. So again, if we need to recap, the first error that I am seeing is that people are not segmenting their leads when people inquire. The second error that I am seeing is that people are using workflows that are really long and only using one per service when I recommend that you have four workflows per service. All right. Now we are to the last error that I am seeing, and it is specific for the Dubsado users. I am going to admit that here. HoneyBook does not have this trigger. And it's like that one, I'm willing to overlook it because HoneyBook has some other great features, but like not having this trigger drives me a little insane when I am building out HoneyBook accounts. And that is when form is not completed. And I know you guys have heard me talk about this because I mention this trigger often. I mention it on Instagram. I've mentioned it in a few different podcast episodes. But basically, the way that Dubsado shines inside of automated workflows is what you can do when you have sent someone a form inside of a workflow and they don't fill it out. You have the ability to automatically remind them and resend the form or basically to do anything else that you want when they haven't completed any of the forms. It doesn't matter if it's a questionnaire or a proposal. You can trigger things to happen X days. So let's say three days after form is sent and it's not completed. And so what I'm seeing is that people have a lot of internal to-do tasks. So they're reminding themselves to check to see if someone has completed a form. And if they haven't completed the form, they already have a trigger set up to resend the form, but it has to be automated. But like all that's doing is causing you work when you really don't have to do that if you are a Dubsado user. You can simply use the form not completed trigger. And it's great because if you sent a proposal and two days later they haven't filled it out, you could write a great email. You can resend the form automatically. You don't have to put your hands on it. But if you get one of those amazing leads that fills their proposal out immediately when they get it, or at least in, you know within 24 to 48 hours, that trigger will not go because the system is watching the form. And so this is one of those, you don't have to worry about an email going out incorrectly because the system won't send the email if the form is actually completed. It just grays it out. Okay, so now that I have given you the three errors that I am seeing as I do these client experience audits, my question to you is, do you want one 
or do you need one for your systems in 2024? Guys, I've got a really lofty goal. I would love to book 20 new clients before the end of the year. And as of today's published date, that gives me 21 days, 21 days to book 20 new clients. Now, I'm not talking about full done for you services because um, that would be insane. That's like a whole year's worth of work for me. But I do want to bring in 20 new clients either into the CRM Blueprint for Creatives course or in hiring me to do a client experience audit for you. So if you would like additional information on this, I have set up 15 minute goals calls that you can book in order for us to chat about your systems and see if one of those two offers is right for you. And so if you would like to snag one of these 15 minute calls so that I can talk to you potentially about booking one of these two services before the end of the year, go to coleyjames.com slash goals. All right. But again, I do want to remind you of the free resources that I have to avoid making these silly mistakes inside of your CRM. So first of all, I've got your Love Your Leads training, which you can choose as an audio or video version. They will both be linked in the show notes. And I also have my four workflows that every entrepreneur needs inside their business as a podcast episode with a freebie that goes with it. So go to coleyjames.com slash workflows for more information on that. All right, that's it for this episode. See you next time. Thanks for listening to the Business First Creatives podcast. For more information on this podcast, including show notes and links to the video podcast, please visit coleyjames.com slash podcast. Are you loving the podcast? Sharing is caring. Until next time.